Hey, hey, hey. Hello, Lagos. You are welcome to Uzoya's Corner. I am your host, Barrister Josephine. Today, we shall be looking at the new Nigerian Police Force Act. This new Nigerian Police Force Act came into existence on the 17th of September 2020. That is when the president signed the new police act. This police act repealed the Nigerian Police Act of 2004. And the provisions, they have, have, the law has innovative uh, provisions, which has uh, changed uh, the previous police act. For example, uh, the law is made in accordance with uh, international best practice and it is in tandem with the recent laws in Nigeria. It's trying to come up to date with the recent laws in Nigeria. Now, the law also established uh, duties of police officers, defined it in, and extended it under this provision of Section 4. And also, we know Nigerians, we are, we are very conversant of the famous police uh, stop and search, you know, where you are driving your car, and then all of a sudden, what do you see? You meet some officers in the middle of the road, and they just go, pack, pack, pack. Then they just search your vehicle and all that. And you know, the new Nigerian Police Act now gives power to police officers under the, uh, under the new law to, own, to search a vehicle upon the suspicion of uh, maybe the person is in the possession of a stolen item. However, the officer must identify himself. He must be in uniform, and he has to do this in a public place. No more all these people that dress like uh, maybe God. Sometimes you be driving your car, and you see some people holding guns in mufti, looking very ragamuffin, and they just point the gun at you and tell you to stop. We are officers of the law. We are here to search your vehicle. Now you have to actually show that you are a police officer. Your ID card has to be displayed in a manner that. Uh, that it will be visible to the person that is seeing it. And this search will be done in a public place, not in a hidden corner where there is bush nearby and then some officers in uniform will just jump out of the bush and tell the person, pack, pack, we are searching you. That one is no longer allowed. Another thing, innovative provision I would say is uh, the right to prosecute by police officers. Normally, if you go to a magistrate court, you see a lot of office, uh, police officers who are prosecutors. And most of them, let's say almost 80% of them do not even have an idea about the laws guiding the offenses they are prosecuting. And sometimes they prepare this, sometimes they, they, they prosecute in such a way that the cases sometimes get messed up in court. Now, the law says that prosecutors has to be police officers who are legal practitioners. They are the ones that now have the right to prosecute all sorts of offenses in any court in Nigeria. Although some offenses are allowed to be prosecuted by uh, non-legal uh, practicing practitioner police officers. But uh, yes, I would I believe that such offenses will be mostly simple offenses. Now, this is a welcome development. It's a very laudable provisions in this new law. And I particularly, as a legal practitioner, I'm sure even as a Nigerian citizen, is looking forward to the implementation of this law, particularly the provisions that enforce the fundamental rights of Nigerians. 
Now, I will look, I want to look at 18 things that you as a Nigerian, as a legal practitioner, must know about this new Nigerian Police Act. Now, the Act repeals the Police Act, Cap P19, Laws of the Federation of Nigeria, 2004. It provides a framework to the police officer and ensure cooperation and partnership between the police and host community in maintaining peace, combating crime, protecting liberty, amongst other things. Now, the Act, as I have mentioned before, has come up with various innovations every Nigerian must know about. Number one, the general objective of this Act is to provide an effective police service that complies with the principles of accountability and transparency, protect human rights and freedom. Under the provision of Section 1 of this new Nigerian Police Force Act of 2020, now the police officers are mandated to, to be accountable, to be transparent in their dealing. No more they come and arrest you. When you come to our station, you will find out. Just follow us. When you come to our sessions, you will find that. Now, they have to also protect human rights because it usually bothers me when I look at about the fundamental human rights provisions under the chapter four of the Nigerian constitution. And I say, okay, who is, the government has given us this right. Who is not going to protect it? We see situations whereby this is not the case when uh, people find themselves in a police custody. Now, number two, the duty of the police officer is to prevent and detect crimes, protect the rights and freedom of suspects and non-suspects in accordance with the Constitution, the African Charter on Human and People's Rights, and any other law. This is a good, good provision, Section 4A of the new Police Act of 2020. Now, the provisions of the African Charter, which actually is a good addendum to the chapter 4 provisions of the Nigerian Constitution on fundamental human rights provisions, will now be one of the things that the police officers are mandated to abide by. Very, very good. Now, now if I continue, just like uh, we see in America, or British, or the Britain, or those countries where in Australia, Nigerians can now have private detectives who are not employed by the government. The Nigerian police force is responsible for vetting them, however, approving their registration of these private detective schools and private investigative outfits, section four, uh, under provision of section four, four, subsection one. But the thing is, are they allowed to carry guns like we see abroad? Or they would just walk into a place and bring an embassy, I'm a PI, you know, how they used to do it. I don't know anybody that has worked Jake and the Fat Man or all those detective series when the private detective just come and say I'm a PI. Well, it would be a good thing if we can have private detectives, if we can afford it, and there are issues, you think, for once, we know that Nigeria is seriously under police. So this may add, buffer, buffer up the security uh, outfits that we actually aim helping maintaining law and order in the country. Okay, another one is that the police is mandated to report the findings of their investigation to the Attorney General of the state, as the case may be, under the provision of Section 32, Subsection 1 of this new Nigerian Police Force Law or Act of 2020. Now, the Act prohibits police from arresting anyone based on a civil wrong or breach of contract, Section 32, Subsection 2. Do you know when 
people will come and tell you that your mother is in police detention because of the fact that you scam somebody and then you run away. Or somebody that is, the police are searching for and they get there, they see his pregnant wife and they detain him. This law says that they can no longer do that. The provision says that you can no longer arrest somebody on, okay, on, on the basis of civil wrong or breach of contract. Basically, if somebody is owing his landlord, let me take it back, is owing his landlord rent, and then the landlord instead of the landlord do the needful, of maybe if he wants to recover possession or go to court to sue for his for his his rent, he now comes to the Nigerian police and say, I want you to come and arrest my tenant and say that my tenant will pay me. Or somebody is owing somebody, there's a breach of contract. People find it so easily to use police as a debt collectors. This is what the law is saying here specifically, not what I said earlier about uh, arresting the law. That's another provision. But section 32.2 says that they can no longer use police to do debt recovery or your land dispute. Uh, somebody bought land from A, police will go and arrest the person that, that uh, is now encroaching the land. All those things. Okay, the act equally prohibits the arrest of any person in place of a suspect. Okay, section 36. I was talking about section 36 earlier when I was talking about somebody uh, who is a suspect fleeing his pregnant wife being locked up. It's under provision of section 36. Now, the act make it mandatory on police officer or any person authorized to effect an arrest to inform the suspect of his rights. When you watch an American movie, they say they read you your Miranda rights. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say or do will be used against you in the court of law. You have the right to a legal practitioner. If you cannot provide one, one will be provided for you. Now, our, new, our law has also given us Miranda rights. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. Now, number one provision right to remain silent or avoid answering any question until after consultation with a legal practitioner or any person of his or her own choice section 35 subsection 2a nigerian police force act 2020. number two you have a right to consult a legal practitioner of your own choice before making endorsing or writing any statement or answering any question put to you after your arrest section 35 subsection 2b Nigerian Police Force Act 2020. Now, you also have a right to free legal representation by the Legal Aid Council of Nigeria or other organization where applicable. Meaning that if you cannot afford a lawyer and they have read you your right and you say, I'm not going to say anything, I will not write anything, I will not sign anything until a legal practitioner is decided, and I cannot afford one, the Nigerian Legal Aid is there for you. The police will even make sure they provide you with one or any other organization, so long as the person you the person is available for you and you are, you are finding it acceptable, of course. Okay, the act also made it mandatory on the police officer to notify the next of kin or relative of the suspect immediately after the arrest of the suspect. Section 35.3, there has been situations where people's family member has been arrested by the Nigerian police they will be in detention for so long, sometimes two weeks, three weeks. Families will start going from one station to another, searching for their family member, looking for that. Some days, sometimes go as far as going to mortuaries because they are trying to find their family. Now, the Nigerian police has been given a mandate. You must call the nest of kin or family member of the person that you arrest immediately. We have taken your brother to our cell 
uh, police station XYZ located at YZY. If you want to come there to um, uh, obtain his bail, he's there with us. He's here with us. And I, I, I should believe that when they also inform the next of kin, they should also inform the next of kin of the offense in which we, we, we <laughs> which this person has been arrested for. Okay. Now, a suspect shall be accorded human, humane treatment, and a suspect shall not be subjected to torture, cruel, inhumane, or degrading treatment. Section 37 of the Nigerian Police Force Act 2020. We know where some suspects have been brutalized. There's a joke out there when it says CSI New York or CSI this thing. They do, they are looking through their lab, their microscope, and then CSI Nigeria is saying, Oh, drum! Not be you with uh, like a hot iron or a hot rod to ensure that that person confesses. Or the person, or with the act of the police officer abusing and degrading, degrading. They are suspect in detention. I have had, in my practice as a lawyer, I've had experience of going to police commands and seeing suspects smelling like they almost like dead cops sitting on the bare floor with shackles, with clothes that are tattered, and they are spoken to in a degrading and inhumane manner. This is a this is actually coming under the provisions of the chapter uh, coming under the, uh, one of the provisions under the chapter four. Uh, of the 1999 constitution to a uh, right to dignity of person you know this is basically what this one is saying under the this section 37 of the nigerian police act now the statement of a, of a suspect can be taken only when he wishes to make a statement section 60 subsection one you can no longer be forced to make a statement oh yeah right 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 oh yeah or sign sign here sign here that can no longer happen now, the statement where the suspect wishes to make one may be taken in the presence of a legal practitioner or any other person or organization of his own choice. Section 60, subsection 2, meaning that your lawyer can be present while you are writing your statement or any other person that you choose to be present beside you while you are writing your statement. Now, where a suspect is arrested and detained for more than 24 hours, if the offense he was arrested for is not a capital offense, meaning that offense in which the sentence is, uh, may, be, may attract the death penalty or life imprisonment, his lawyer or relative can notify any court that, he, that has jurisdiction over the matter about his arrest. Section 64, Section 1. Why would they do this? So that he can be either charged for an offense or released on bail. Released on bail. Now, the notification can be made in writing or by word of mouth. Section 64, Section 3 of the Nigerian Police Force Act 2020. Now, the court is being given the power to order the production of the suspect and inquire into the matter. The court can say, okay, so you people have kept him there for 24 hours. I want him brought to my court. Why are you detaining him? That is what this means. Where it is convinced that the suspect should be released on bail, the court shall admit him on bail. Now, the police are mandated to take the photographs and fingerprint impression of all suspects who are in lawful custody under supervision of section 68 section 1. So what this means is that if you are in police custody, 
even if the offense is jaywalking, that is walking on the expressway, or whatever offense may be, you can be fingerprinted. You can be fingerprinted. And you can be fingerprinted at this rate. That's what it means. Now, when a suspect refused to allow the police to take that measurement, photograph him or fingerprint impression, the police can write, have, can have the right to apply to court to compare the suspect to admit himself or to submit himself. So if you refuse that, no, I don't want you to take my fingerprint. What do you mean? I don't want you to take my fingerprint. Don't take my photograph. I don't believe in photographs against my religion. They can go to court and then the court will order that you should submit yourself to fingerprint and photographic impressions. Now, on the last day, working day of every month, an officer in charge of a police station, the station officer, must report, or the DPO, as the case may be, must report to the nearest magistrate court all the cases of arrest that he has made without warrant in his jurisdiction, whether the suspect has been admitted to bail or not. Section 69, section 1. So now the police will not go and report themselves and say, Oh, God, my uh, sir, my your honor, I arrested 14 people last week without warrant. They are, some of them are on bail, some of them are still in detention, or some of them are uh, in maybe remand in, remand in prison custody pending trial or whatever. Okay. So where are we? So. This is where we are now. The President of the Federal Republic of Nigeria signed this, signed this bill into law this year. It has made it official and available to the public. And very soon, this law will be gasseted. The, 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 the structure of this act is something that I will give to you in another podcast. The number, numbers of provisions, numbers of sections and everything. But suffice it to say that this is a very, very good act. It is innovative in this present day and age. We are slowly coming up as a country to, to, to police in a responsible way, in an accountable way, in such a way that the, the, we will not, the, the rights of the citizens will not be brutalized by those who are supposed to be protecting it. Because the essence of the policing is to ensure that they maintain public good. And how do you do this? By protecting the rights of your citizens, by maintaining law and order. So on this note, I would love to hear from you if you have any questions, any comments in today's presentation. Until I come again with the part two of this law, I remain your host, Barrister Josephine, and from Uzoya's Corner, I say bye.